Hello, this is Tiffany Mutchler, and this is the Voyage Podcast. Welcome to our first episode. Today, we're going to talk about mortgages with Heather Schutz, who is our VP of Mortgage and Business Banking. Hi, Heather. Hello, Tiffany. How are you? I'm doing great. You? Yeah, I'm good. good. Thank you for being our first guest on our podcast. Absolutely. Love talking about mortgages. Uh, well, yes. It's kind of my do. life. Kind of. <laughs> Very good. Um, so today we're just going to talk about a couple of common questions that you get while you're going through the closing process or the mortgage process with our members at Voyage Federal Credit Union. Okay. So um, I just have a few questions for you here. What types of mortgage does Voyage have to offer? Yeah, Voyage has a variety, um, you know, so we can fit the needs of a lot of our members and people that are looking to become Voyage members. We have construction loans if you're looking to build the dream home, um, and then home equity, home improvement loans and lines of credit if you're looking to send a kid to college or do some improvements on a home that you currently own. Um, and all kinds of uh, options with the, with the home equity stuff. And then we have conventional loans that are your normal refinances and purchases, uh, 30 year, 20 year, 15 year, 10 years. And then we do also offer some in-house products that are some adjustable rate mortgages and some uh, mortgages that don't quite fit the Fannie Mae conventional box that we'd like to help our members that maybe have had some credit struggles in the past or maybe it's a property that doesn't quite fit into the normal Fannie Mae requirements, then we would like to try to help our members as much as we can. Awesome. What is involved in the mortgage process? Well, we have a great online uh, application that you always have to start with. So of course we have to start with the application. We need to have that completed and filled out to us. Then once we get the application, we kind of run a pre-approval just to kind of get an idea of, um, you know, if there's any issues, any credit issues, um, you know, what we can do for you. It's really helpful on the purchase side of things because with the way the market is, the realtors out there are going to want you to have a pre-approval letter to know that financing is aligned. So when you go put in an offer on a house, you know, you're ready to go. Financing will be there. So we can get you equipped with that with a pre-approval letter, um, kind of run some tolerances to see how much you can be approved for if you're not really sure what you're comfortable with payments. And then on the refinance piece, just run some options for you. Uh, a lot of times people don't really know if it's worth it to them or how that process works. So we can we can get that started. Once we get the application done and that pre-approval piece, then we're gonna need your common um, income verification. So a lot of times if you're a normal W-2 wage earner, we're gonna need pay stubs, W-2s. If you are self-employed, we're gonna need tax returns, those kind of things that go along with the self-employment, maybe some profit and loss information. And then if you have other income sources, which is fine, it just also has to be very, you know, proven. So social security, pensions, investments, any of those kind of things, we just have to document that. Then also, you know, homeowner's insurance, and then if it is a purchase, a purchase agreement, you know, when that becomes available. So we help guide you through that. So it's not something that is needed to be, you know, handled all right up front. It can be very overwhelming, I know, but uh, we'll guide you through that process, but it all definitely starts with that application, and we have a great online website to be able to take you through that. Awesome, so credit scores. That's got to be important when we're going through the mortgage process. Yes. Um, do I need to have a really high credit score? What What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so our minimum credit score that we have is 620. So, um, you know, it doesn't have to be real high. There's a lot of medium road there. Um, you know, if you've had some past credit issues or anything like that, and you're kind of working through recovering that, um, you know, we can go down all, all the way to 620, like I said. But 
you know, there there is some other variables that go in with that, you know, whether it is, you know, if you're doing cash out, if you're, uh, you know, higher loan to value. So it's always best to go through that pre-approval process, kind of like we just talked about, to get to get the application in. There's no cost to just check and see with us if you if you qualify. All it is is a credit pull, and from there, you know, there's no application fees or anything like that to to check it out and see if it works. Especially if you feel like your credit score is a little bit lower, we want to be able to offer as much as we can, you know, to the people that have had some mortgage history or some some delinquencies or anything like that in the past. We just want to we want to be able to help them, you know, guide them through that. So working with a credit union versus a bank and my credit score, is there any leeway in that at all? Are we, do we give better flexibility to people with a little bit lower credit scores? Not, not necessarily. Unfortunately, the you know, mortgages are so heavily regulated by compliance that that's kind of a pretty standard, you know, across the board. We do have some flexibility with maybe some of our in-house products, but yet, you know, it just really depends on the scenario. Sure. What's the difference between a fixed rate and adjustable rate mortgage? So a fixed rate mortgage is a, a, you get the, the the great 30 year rate and that is the same rate throughout the whole the whole process. It's fully amortized at that interest rate and that stays the same the whole time. So 30 year fixed rate, your payment stays the same, your principal and interest piece anyway, you always have your escrow pieces if you choose to escrow, but um, you know always have to have, uh, or it's always you know that same rate and payment throughout. An adjustable rate um, has an introductory rate that lasts for just a set period of time and then it can just after that. So you have, um, at Voyage, we have like a five, seven, or 10 year fix, which means for that five, seven, or 10 years, that rate is, is fixed. But then after that, it can go variable and it can move like a max of 5%. So it can make a pretty big change in your payment you know, if the rates are pretty high at that time, they're they're fixed on, or they're a certain margin over indexes that that we use. So it can it can make a pretty big change. Uh, the benefit of a possible arm loan would be, um, you know, if you're not intending on staying in your home, if it's a temporary home, you you know, starter home, or you intend to move on, or you know, then then you can you'd be an easy fit for an arm loan because a lot of times the rates are a little bit lower because they go to that adjustment period, so it's not as fixed and you know standard as as what a conventional 30-year loan or a 15-year loan would be sure um i know i've talked with you a couple times about refinancing my husband and i we recently finished our basement on our house when's a good time or how should i know if it's a if it's a good time to refinance right i get a lot of calls that people want to say hey you know i've heard that if you you know lower your rate a half a percent it's worth it well, yes and no, that may be true. I guess what I like to do is figure out the cost savings, how much you are going to save like per month, you know, on on the difference in the rate, you know, however, you know, whatever percentage it ends up to be, and then factor in the closing costs and what it's going to cost you to do that refinance. And then figure that out, like how many months it takes you to recover that cost. So if you have $3,000 worth of cost, how long in the savings that you would save per month would it take you to recover that? If you intend on staying in your home after that point, you know, you're ahead of the game. So anything, you know, past that point, then you would, you would, it would have been beneficial for you. So it, it's hard to put a, per, a, you know, a specific perfect number on it, but you know, that's what me and my mortgage team will do for you. We, you know, give us a call, we can work, walk you through that and explain how that works because there's so many variables that go along with it and a lot of people don't understand it and they hear things from friends and neighbors and coworkers and not every scenario is the same. 
So we're there to help you go through that and kind of help guide that path line out, whether it's going to be worth it for you or not. Sure. So you had mentioned closing costs. What's all associated with closing costs? Right. The closing costs are, um, you know, pretty straightforward on a mortgage. The, the, the two that are generally set by the lender are an origination fee and then like a processing slash underwriting fee. Um, origination fees are just the cost to originate the loan. Every lender, most or most every lender have those. They range between a half percent and a percent. Um, at Voyage, we do offer a half percent, so it's a little bit better, you know, get a little bit more aggressive closing costs for our members to, to save. And then the rest of the fees are your appraisal fee, of course, and title company and recording mortgages, everything else that has to, and that goes into every transaction the same. So if you're shopping for a mortgage or you're shopping for rates, you know, getting an estimate of what those costs are is always a good place to start because they do vary. Certain pieces of them in that origination and underwriting and processing do vary place to place. Um, you know, a lot of the other stuff is, is fairly standard on everyone, but so the, it's not a certain percentage either with that of, you know, if you're borrowing $100,000, it's not 3%. It's not, you know, there, it, it, there has some variables, but there again, you know, just like the, um, you know, figuring for us to have us figure whether, you know, the refinance is worth it for you, we'd be happy to break those costs down, send them to you so you can review them. So you know exactly what you're getting, you know, with that. We don't, no surprises at closing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so with interest rates being so low right now, um, I have some friends that are building houses right now and they just haven't locked in their interest rate. Mm-hmm. How, how do they go about locking in their interest rate right now versus when they end up finishing their house? Right. Construction loan is hard. Generally, you want to lock you know, the construction. You know, it depends on when their completion dates are. Most lock terms are, you know, that 45 to 60 day range. There are some longer term locks, but there is some other specific requirements that go on along with that. So, you know, when you're building a house, you do kind of have to float through for a while, generally. Um, I know there are some lenders out there that have a little bit more specific long locks. But, um, you know, if you're, if you're looking at building, um, then you can just, you're, you're just going to kind of have to hold off until you get a little bit closer and, and play that game. Right now, you know, rates are staying low, so it's good. Um, but on just the regular refinance or purchase side, as soon as you find a property, if you're purchasing, you can lock any time. And a refinance there again, as soon as you kind of commit to the lender, you can lock. Um, locks are great, um, and they basically are what they are. You get your rate locked, and it protects you from rates going up. However, rates if rates go down, you, you don't get the lower rate either. And, you know, that's the unfortunate part. But, you know, if they go up, we can't change rates either. So it's, it's a good protection on both sides that once you get your rate locked, then you know that that is the rate that you are going to get to closing. Awesome. So closing, what happens What happens after closing with Voyage? Sure, so we have, um, so the in-house loans will stay at Voyage, uh, the, those specific terms, and we talk this through with you through the process to know kind of which, which loan structure that you're gonna be on. The in-house loans do stay at Voyage and they're a part of your bank statement and you can walk into any one of our locations and make a payment. The conventional loans, we have a great partnership with CU Mortgage Direct here in Sioux Falls, and they do the servicing of of our loans. So they get transferred over to CU Mortgage shortly after closing, right before first payment, and you can set up auto pays, you know, do all those kind of things, and it will stay with with CU Mortgage. Um, You know, we love having that partnership with them, knowing that we're not going to send our members off to a big bank and lose that local customer service, or, you know, just, just being able to be involved in the process even after the loan is done, you know, we don't just disappear. I'm always there to help. 
help. Um, our team is there to assist as much as we can, just to make sure that the process of the servicing of your mortgage continues to be as hopefully as simple as the, the, the beginning process of it was. Sure. So. And we just recently expanded our mortgage department. We now have three. Is that right? Yes, we do. We have three officers, including or myself included. So Aaron and I are at the main location, and then we have Lance over at our Dolly Farms. So yeah, if you if questions or concerns or anything like that, you just give uh, give Voyage a call, and, and we'll get you patched through to one of us and make sure you're taken care of. Awesome. Thank you, Heather. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening in on our first episode of our podcast, and we will be back next month with another episode. Mm-hmm.